Welcome to the Talent Brand Podcast by Talent Brand Alliance. My name is Will Staney. I'm CEO at Proactive Talent and co-founder of the Talent Brand Alliance with my fellow co-founder, Brian Cheney. Hey there, this is Brian, Director of Employer Brand at Indeed and co-founder of the Talent Brand Alliance. Now, the Talent Brand Alliance is a community for recruitment marketing and employer branding professionals who want to connect with and learn from their peers both online and offline. We're here to talk and learn about all things recruitment marketing, talent brand building, and talent brand technology with the employee experience storytellers that do this every day. You ready? Let's go. All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, huge, huge pleasure to welcome Noel Holdsworth to the Talent Brand Podcast. Thank you for joining the podcast. Good to see you, Noel. I was like, I was like, how how far is he going to take it? <laughs> I'm I'm just, you got to commit. You know, it's, it's real original. I'll tell you, never hear it around. I'm sure summer. it's the first time for everything. So, thank you so much for joining us, Noel. Uh, you're uh, continuing our uh, our Talent Brand. Alliance board member podcast series. We're kicking this off. Um, you are uh, joining us from Atlanta, Georgia. Is that correct? That is correct. I do sit in Atlanta and I've pretty much lived here my whole life. So, hey, town. Awesome. I love awesome. Atlanta. Can you uh, tell us a little bit uh, about uh, where you work and what you do? Sure. Um, so I work at T-Mobile. I've been at T-Mobile for about five years now, and uh, it's actually headquartered in Bellevue, Washington. And so I get to work across the country uh, remotely. Uh, very cool. I'm part of the employer brand marketing team, and I'm an employer brand manager. Very, very cool. Now, what projects are you working on right now? What's, uh, what, what's, what, what gets your juices flowing? Oh man, so much stuff. So a little history behind employer brand at T-Mobile. Um, we are actually one of the larger teams that I've come across. We have 10 people internally dedicated to employer brand. Um, so I always tell my boss, I will never complain about headcount again. <laughs> awesome. um, yeah. But we have just built out this team over the past couple of years. Um, recently, April is when we added our own um, three people dedicated to creative. Uh, which is really great because we got to take a lot of that stuff in-house. Um, but that's the stuff that I really enjoy doing. Um, I enjoy working with our creatives. Uh, that's a lot of where my focus is uh, around culture and brand. Um, so brand for us is not only aligning with how our marketing teams uh, deliver T-Mobile's brand, but really finessing it into an employer van, uh, brand voice and tone um, and just really how we show up differently. Um, we want to make sure that we are a cohesive brand. You know, you got one brand, one reputation, um, but I think it's all about how we can show up cohesively. Um, so that's an ongoing effort and an ongoing um, way that I really enjoy the work. Um, and then the culture piece. Uh, we are, have been doing a true deep dive uh, brand research project, employer brand research project for one of our areas of business. So product and technology. Um, and that has been a huge focus this year for us um, and, and a lot of where I'm spending my time. That's great. What what are some of the other roles on the team? You said there's three folks that are in creative, so that that means they're they're doing graphic design, video, yeah. content creation. What what are the other seven people do? 
Um, so it's our team is kind of split up to where people get to own a lot of the recruitment marketing functions. Um, you know, we have a lot of people who are over owned paid media, um, social, you know, our T-Mobile careers handle has been blowing up lately. Um, it's a real great way for our engagement, not only with um, potential candidates, but also our employees. Um, and so we really try to focus in on a lot of that stuff. Um, and then we have uh, people who are over a careers website, referral program, all that stuff lives under employer brand marketing at T-Mobile. And, um, and like the creatives you said, we have one who has a graphic design background kind of helping us with a lot of our direction and execution um, in regards to how we uh, use the brand guidelines from our marketing team and evolve that into employer brand. Um, and then we have two individuals that we actually hired um, internally through the, our frontline roles. Um, so one came from our care world and one came from our retail world and they're amazing photographers and videographers. And so it's been really awesome to see their talents grow. That's awesome. So just yeah. to clarify, you said one came from your care world and one from your retail world. Both of those were from the marketing team supporting those divisions? Nope, straight from the front line. So, oh, wow, um, that's awesome. One of our yeah, they were you know, selling our products, our services, helping our customers, um, delivering exceptional customer experiences. And they just these are kind of like side passions for them that they were able to find um, ways that they could leverage it in a career at T-Mobile. So um, both of them have been here for a really long time. Um, I can't even, I don't even know their exact tenures, but longer than I have um, at, at five years. And I think it's great when people get to use their passions and really translate that into a career. Um, they were both on stretch assignments with us. And so for us at T-Mobile, that's typically a way that you can kind of uh, dip your toes into a new space. Um, we're very committed to internal mobility and to have that opportunity for people I think is great. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm remote, you know, I work across the country. Um, those two individuals are based out of Miami, Florida and Boise, Idaho. Um, so my 10 person, our 10 person employer brand team is actually all across the country. Um, That's great. And they're all, they all work from home or some of them are in the office. Some go into the office um, in regards like Bellevue, Washington, our headquarters. Um, you know, we have a regional business office here in Atlanta that I frequent sometimes. And then, um, you know, it, it's really dependent on what your schedule allows. I think we all know sometimes it's easier to hone in at home where you can't have drive-bys at your desk or anything like that. Um, but it's always great to spend time out in the field um, for us because we are remote. Um, so I'll go on ride-alongs with switch technicians. I'll go spend time in a retail store, go visit a call center, um, really try to keep a pulse on our employee base because those are really the people that we leverage for a lot of our, um, our products and our services to them as our clients. That's awesome. And so do you roll into uh, marketing or talent acquisition? Uh, human resources. Human so, um, yeah, we definitely are in the human resources function, but we are probably the closest uh, to our marketing department. We, we're kind of that nice little liaison, if you will. Um, and we try to stay very close to them to make sure that not only are we um, telling a cohesive story, but just having that relationship and being able to be seen as a partner um, is really important to us and our success as employer brand. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I feel like the better your relationship is with the marketing team on lots of levels, right? Because you've got the marketing strategy and then you've got design and then you have PR and comms and 
So for, for, for us, like we're, there's so many different people, but the closer relationships you have with those people, it seems like the easier your job is every day because yeah. you've got that information, you have the assets, you have the resources and you know, little things like, um, to give an example, uh, we requested a new, a new uh, email template graphic and, um, uh, there was a conversation back and forth in our ticketing system, and basically the uh, the brand review person's like, "Hey, let's go with the orange one because we're more likely going to be using more orange over the next year. So, like, let's do that because then we'll be able to use it longer. And if we didn't have that relationship, then we would just be making decisions in a vacuum. So, um, yeah. so I'm curious. Obviously, the relationships are a challenge. The um, the, the you know being remote while it's amazing and as you can tell we're all in different spots right now I'm definitely working from home and so it's just understanding what what are the other challenges that you might be facing that you have to tackle each day budget <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, and yeah I mean that's always one where uh, for us a lot of it's always just being able to prove your value um, I think employer brand we've all talked about how it's still relatively new space, um, not clearly defined, metrics not clearly defined, uh, and it's all dependent on your leadership commitment and your culture, and we're all at different places in defining our own employer brands, and I think that if we want to stay at the forefront of a lot of it, we have to have that leadership commitment, and so having that ongoing conversation, um, I wouldn't say it's a, a negative challenge. It's a it's pretty positive. You know, we get a lot of great reactions from our team and our leadership asks a lot of great questions, um, but really being able to determine that ROI for them and and kind of showcase some things that may not be metric based. You know, I mean, for a lot of our stuff, it's a lot around employee engagement. Um, a lot of our audience and our commitment to internal mobility, you know, our conversations aren't just for external candidates. And so we really want to showcase a lot of who we are and, and our culture and a lot of that transparency around, is this the place for you? Um, I think we're all evolving the conversation around that, um, knowing that, you know, it is a candidate-led environment right now and how do you get their attention and how do you keep their attention and their interest um, even if it's not a place for them, how do you turn them into an advocate for your brand? All those questions for us um, are an ongoing challenge, but it's, I think, something that we're really driven by um, and something that excites us about our work. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, if I, I remember you mentioned lots of different roles on your team, but I wasn't sure if um, employee advocacy was part of that plan. I couldn't remember if I heard uh, employee advocacy or a brand ambassador program as part of the EB mix at T-Mobile. Not yet. I'm hoping maybe soon. Um, it's definitely a focus that we all share. Um, we even have a team within T-Mobile who's focused on employee experience um, and then candidate experience. So those all live in different areas of HR. We try to make sure that we are very aligned with um, each other's initiatives and just kind of what's the conversation happening on your, your area. Um, but I would love to see that get closer. Um, I think that's an area that a lot of us are going to start talking about more. Um, even within Talent Brand Alliance. Uh, I think it's a really big part of the conversation right now. Um, we actually don't have a formalized program. Um, I think we're one of the lucky ones where our hashtags and just our engagement on social is very organic. Um, we have some people who just really gravitate towards it. I think it all starts with the fact that our C-suite is all on Twitter um, and they engage. Wow, I didn't know that. 
Yeah. So John Ledger is a huge influencer on Twitter and and uh, Facebook and lots of other channels yeah. too. I think I see him everywhere. Yeah, his slow cooker Sunday is huge, millions of viewers. I mean, it's it's insane, but it, the engagement that it gets from our employees and then you start seeing them interact with team members across the country. I can't tell you how many people I talk to through social that I've never met in person. Um, but there's that connection and that commitment to living our values together um, that I think we all really enjoy and it really kind of turns into its own advocacy and ambassador program. In yeah. Itself. What a wonderful thing. I mean, I think when you have a leader that embraces digital and social and their own personal branding, I think it, it makes it a lot easier. You don't really need almost an employee advocacy program because that's just sort of the language and how T-Mobile employees communicate because they're seeing that their leaders are doing that same thing. Uh, exactly. so what a wonderful, uh, what a wonderful benefit and, and thing that you get to, to leverage you, when, I, when I was building employer brands, I had to beg C-level <laughs> executives or, or have somebody do their social media. Um, and so that's just, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. He's, and they've got powerhouse teams that help them. And we even have, you know, T-Mobile help that handles a lot of our customer, um, experiences and issues and stuff. And so we have a lot of people on social um, helping build our brand and our reputation. And so it's it's a great commitment. Um, I would love to see our C-suite talk more about careers. Um, and I think they're gradually doing it and, and we're being a part of the conversation, um, but how it will continuously evolve I have no idea, um, but that's where those strategic partnerships come in, Brian, in regards to like Corpcom. Um, we've really been leveraging our relationship with them around like messaging framework and just making sure that we're all having the same um, pillars at, and values in, in our conversations, just kind of tweaking it a little bit from the careers aspect. That's great. That's what I kind of love about this role. And you're in a pretty unique position at a, a large consumer brand where there are a lot of departments focusing on a lot of things as far as internal comms. You said you have a whole team that just does candidate experience. I mean, um, that that kind of makes you and your team a, a bit of a chameleon, even more so than in some other uh, areas. It's not like uh, you have to wear a lot of hats, but you have to interact with all the other hats. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Like, you know, how do you how do you manage all that? Oh my gosh, I don't know. No day is the same. <laughs> um, I think a lot of it just goes back to the relationship building. You know, I think that's a key tenant for all the teammates that I have. Um, you know, we really try to form this consultant type approach um, internally. I think that historically, you know, we've been very recruitment marketing tactics focused. And now that we've really built out this team, and um, I think the great thing is that we have a lot of teammates that have different backgrounds, people who came from marketing agencies, um, you know, there's, I, I have an HR background. Um, and then, like I said, some people from the frontline um, comms background. So kind of having that nice mix within our own team mm -hmm. helps us leverage that externally in regards to like T-Mobile. Um, and then it also helps us in regards to the professional organizations that we're all a part of outside of T-Mobile and bringing all that knowledge and that just idea building um, internally to our team is huge. Um, and that's kind of how we are able to really move. Um, but if you're familiar with T-Mobile at all or the Uncarrier movement, uh, things move really fast here. So. Um, I think a lot of it's around like being agile and being curious and just being okay with 
throwing something against the wall. If it doesn't stick, you pivot, you know, so. Um, kind of, it's pretty entrepreneurial, really. Yeah. And uh, I think taking that consultative approach um, as an employer brand person internally at a large organization like that, there is, even though T-Mobile is very progressive, uh, it, it, there's still a lot of education and adding value. And so that, I think that consultative approach is, is really, really good. Speaking of which, tell us a little bit about how you got into the talent brand space. Like how did you um, get into this role in, 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 or in employer branding uh, at T-Mobile? So I have been in this space for um, almost four years, I think. Um, but it all started on a stretch assignment. I, I had an HR background. I was supporting our talent acquisition function. And we had one person dedicated to recruitment marketing um, when it was back then. Um, and they just needed someone to come help. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to raise my hand. I'm still new at T-Mobile. I want to figure out where the space is that I feel like I fit um, or that I thrive in. And um, so she's still on our team today. Um, wow. And we have built out again to 10. Um, but that's how it all started on a stretch assignment. I think it was like six months, maybe. Um, what were you doing before? Then, were you in, you said you were in HR? I was a, a talent acquisition coordinator. Um, so when I graduated from uh, Clemson, I graduated with an emphasis in HR, uh, a bachelor's in management. And I thought you were either a recruiter or a generalist. And those were like the only areas in HR that existed. Yeah, so many um, more, so many more. So many more now, especially, and new ones being created all the time. Yeah, and yeah. it's so crazy. And I got to T-Mobile, they had so many HR opportunities, but there was just something about attracting candidates and telling a employee, uh, like an employer's story that was like intriguing. I never thought it was going to turn into a career path um, for me, but I have been in a different role dedicated to employer brand pretty much every year I've been at T-Mobile. So um, I've seen the growth, I've seen different spaces, and I'm really excited to see kind of where it leads from here. Well, kudos I have a question. No, I yeah, like, I definitely just, kudos to T-Mobile. Yeah. I'm curious, you started with a stretch assignment, and then that was for six months. And then, like, what, what what happened? How did that conversation go at the six month mark? Because you oh, were you were like, okay, like that. Okay, I, I've now jumped in, or at least I've got my toes in. Like, what is that? What is carving out a role for me look like? So for me, it really wasn't a defined six months. Like, this is when it's going to end. Um, I had no idea, and I think that it really was just me trying to take advantage of the opportunity in any way I could. Um, asking questions, taking initiative, and really just um, adding value uh, to the space. And I, that's probably a question for her. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of it just came around uh, my passion for the space um, and for the conversations I was having. You know, I think a lot of the work I do, I try to spend a lot of time with the people doing the job. I, I can't get a lot from a job description in regards to the feeling and the emotion that these individuals feel um, in regards to their jobs and our careers here and the company that they represent, um, but it's around the conversations. And so I had those conversations early. Um, I've been a pretty big 
be Magenta ambassador probably since I started here. Um, I actually started supporting at our Augusta call center. Um, so I worked in the call center atmosphere in HR for about a year and a half. Um, and then moved into the talent acquisition space. So I've done a little bit um, in our HR space, but I'm excited because I think that our leadership and especially within HR, our partners are really seeing the value in employer brand and understanding how what we do relates to their every day and wanting to leverage us more. So um, I think that's why our team's building out so much because it's more about now, oh gosh, we have all these people who want to tap into us and use us and use our knowledge and, um, you know, we're growing a lot. I mean, T-Mobile's like 55,000 plus right now across the country and uh, where we are tomorrow, I have no idea. That's great. That's a really good problem to have. Yeah. And so, so you're, so you're saying you're, you're still on your stretch assignment. It's just stretched into <laughs> four years. Uh, I feel like that. I feel like that a lot. <laughs> I, li- I like that about you. Something I've observed about you. Um, you are very curious. You ask a lot of questions. You're sort of, I, I, I just haven't experienced working with you um, on our, on our board and then seeing how you interacted at, uh, Town Garden Summit. Uh, that's just such an amazing quality, and I think that's how you, you know, when you're when you're a curious person, and no matter what role you're in, if you keep asking questions, you will you will move forward and learn a lot and and find opportunities. So I'm just uh, I'm really happy for T-Mobile that, that that they that they had someone like you that they were able to nourish and build and and help you grow your career. And I think when companies really focus on internal mobility like that, it's just um, it's extremely valuable for the employees, but it's extremely profitable and valuable for those companies too. So I hope more companies do that, especially in, in this current marketplace that we're in, where keeping your employees is uh, paramount. Uh, well, awesome. Uh, Brian, what are we talking about next? So really, you mentioned um, personal development. You mentioned taking knowledge and experience from outside your, your work life at T-Mobile into you know invigorating all the conversations and the projects and all the things that you're working on um i'm really not trying to lead the witness here i promise um but what was it what was it about the talent brand summit that kind of sparked um earlier this year like what what made you make the decision to say hey like this is something that i want to go to for me a lot of it is the fact that there's just so much information out there right now about employer brand and recruitment marketing, and there's just so many peers that you could learn from. And I just really wanted to value that in person. Um, I really wanted to form some of those connections so I could continue the conversation. Um, I think it is now adding so much value into how I evaluate the work that we're doing at T-Mobile um, and, and the knowledge share that I can give to other people, you know, within the space. Uh, I think we all know that, you know, I, I'm lucky and I have 10 people that I can count on in this space, but having that tribe that's even bigger than that um, in all different types of industries and sizes and just in their journey of employer brand, um, I really wanted to experience that firsthand. Um, I'm not going to lie, being part of the inaugural group is kind of fun too, right? Um, And being able to share that experience with a lot of people. Um, But it's a valuable experience that I have now been PRing 
not just because of the fact that I am more involved in this group, but I just think it's a really valuable experience um, in regards to the conversations you get to have. Well, um, what's it been I, like since you're, what's it been like since, since after? So you went there, you had this great experience. Like what have been sort of the impacts and benefits of, of just being part of the Talent Brand Alliance uh, community, and especially now we'll get into your board seat next, but um, you know, what, what, what have you seen as sort of a lasting impact of attending? So the continued conversations for me, I probably talk to someone within TBA um, once a week, maybe. Um, and it's wow. a lot of the times them reaching out and being like, hey, I remembered that you talked about this or I've seen T-Mobile doing this. Um, let's talk about it. You know, and it's very like informal and just um, it, it doesn't have to be super buttoned up organized meeting. But a lot of it's just kind of like, can I get your pulse on this or can can you help me understand what you guys are doing in this space? Because we really want to evolve ours, which typically is around social. Um, but it, it really is those lasting relationships that I've really enjoyed. Um, and a lot of it's digital, like virtual social stuff. Um, now that we're engaging with people that we've met in person or even just through the Facebook group, um, you have that connection a little bit stronger. Um, and I've really valued that. And I think it's great now when I go to other conferences where we have to have people speaking at us um, that I can typically find someone I know from Talent Brain Alliance and be like, hey, um, you know, let's sit together or let's continue a conversation that we didn't get to wrap up at Summit because we know two days is not enough. Um, but we also know we all have day jobs that we got to go back to. Um, but it, it's really those those pieces that I value. That's awesome. And so it's really the knowledge, the the, the networking and the knowledge sharing. And, and, and speaking of knowledge sharing, uh, talk to us a little bit about your board position. And, you know, like, thank you. You must have had a lot of fun at Summit because you uh, you did <laughs> sign up to be on our on our board. And uh, after going through everyone, uh, we, we selected you for our knowledge base board, uh, which is uh, just so, so important. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, so um, knowledge base, I think everyone is thinking is going to be super broad, and it, it kind of is because thinking about how do you capture all the knowledge that's out there? How do you stay relevant in the conversation and not just add to the noise, I think is a lot around what I want to accomplish in this space. We have a lot of conversations going on in our Facebook group and just, you know, the different conversations we're having with each other. Um, there's a lot of hot topics in the space. But how do we categorize it? How do we record it? How do we really organize it to be beneficial for our membership? And how do you how do you make it searchable, searchable yeah. and findable? Right. So yeah. so there's so many. The one of the things that I I love and I hate about uh, about this industry is there's like 16 different names for everything. Yeah. So it's just understanding what words are people using to to describe what they're doing, how they're doing it. What that means, I I can't wait to see what um what what you and the committee build with that because that's really that's going to really help us long term um grow each other's careers. Yeah, and I think a lot of it's going to be around um, focusing in, really trying to figure out okay what are the immediate conversations and topics that we really want to be able to make an impact on. Um, I'm really lucky where I had five people pretty much quickly reach out to want to be on this committee because a lot of us taught ourselves a lot of stuff around employer brand i'm not gonna lie i was, I was super surprised that you know we, the this is a you know a community of of marketers to be honest and, and so i thought oh well man holland's committee for for marketing and comms is gonna fill up like so fast 
um, knowledge base, we're going to have to recruit for that. Like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's like the, 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 you know, the, the hard work, you know, yeah. um, but both are obviously equally hard, but it was interesting. Yours filled up right away. And I think it just shows the importance and the excitement that, and, and just how much people are craving just, we have so many employer brand practitioners with amazing experience in this community to be able to combine that really start to put together some knowledge base and some materials that we can not only help each other grow, but also help educate the the rest of the HR and recruiting industry and then the rest of the business world about what is employer branding? What are the minimal things that you, you need to do? And, and, and uh, I just think it's awesome uh, what yeah. you're doing. And I, I, while I was surprised, I'm super happy at just how how easily you were able to to build your committee. Um, so tell us who all's gonna who who all do you have signed up so far? Oh wow. Okay. So I have five um, ladies who would like to join me um, in this committee. Um, I have Susanna Sack from um, what is she? Uh, Johns Hopkins. We have Lindsay Sanford from Palo Alto Networks. Um, Amanda Osuna from Accruent. Uh, who actually met at Talent Brand Summit. So I was really excited. And um, part of me is kind of like, is it because we got along or are you actually <laughs> super passionate about this space? Um, but I'm totally cool if it's both. Uh, I like to think maybe my headshot looked super friendly and that's why people wanted to sign up. For that's, that's what it was. It was the headshot. <laughs> no, I think, it's, I think it's a little bit of everything, right? So yeah. it's meeting the people, having that connection, um, but then also understanding that, well, first of all, I know Amanda because she lives here in Austin as well. <laughs> Um, but yeah. and she's, she's amazing, but it's just uh, all those little things combined to get people interested in something. There's so many layers to everything right now. Yeah. Oh, and then we have Allison Bonner, who I also met um, from SAS at Summit and then Deborah Luna from Paychex. So I feel like my yeah, committee, awesome. that's a good committee, a lot of different industries. And, yeah. um, you know, I feel like I, I already connected with all of them on LinkedIn and did some stalking, you know, um, and Twitter and all this stuff and just trying to see like, where they're organically passionate because um, I never want to have someone doing something that they're not passionate about because it's definitely a volunteer thing. Yep. Um, but I think we all want to move the conversation forward and we really want to influence the space and just um, really have a voice um, in the conversation. And so uh, we have our committee kickoff meeting on Friday and I'm super excited to meet all of them. And um, I think they're all really excited about the work and just to really get started. Um, I, I hope uh, they've all signed up for Summit. If they haven't yet, I'm definitely going to encourage them to because uh, I also want to really meet in person selfishly. So <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Two birds, one stone. Well, that's awesome. And I think I think it's great that you have so many people from different industries too because when you're talking about knowledge base, that, that, that knowledge base has to be uh, something that can work for no matter what industry you're in, right? It's got to yeah. be what, what are those core principles, best practices, uh, for employer branding and recruitment marketing. And I'm not going to lie, I would love to, part of those conversations to be, okay, here are the core parts, but how do you tailor that if you're this, you know, around this size or in this part of your employer brand journey? Yeah. I think that's a piece that's missing in a lot of the conversations out there right now is mm -hmm. here are some generalizations, but really, okay, how do I take this and apply it to where I'm at? Um, and those are some of the side conversations I've had um, since Summit. Um, so I really love to kind of help close in on that gap. It's never going to be perfect, but if we can 
feel like we're really adding value and giving people a little bit of a roadmap to where to start. I yeah. think that's a really great And then maybe place. some templates too. What I love about Tom Brand Alliance is how many people have just been able to sh- just, they're sharing their templates, like sharing, here's an Excel spreadsheet I did, or here's a employer brand dashboard that I did. Slides, exactly. Here's, like here's throw some it slides up that I did to, to show the ROI of employer branding and other people are using it. So I think something that would be awesome to see the, the knowledge-based community do is that not only help you know, the community together build what are some standards to help people new, but also people who have been in for a while, but also to provide a database of searchable tools, right? Yeah. That they can leverage um, at any moment that can save them a bunch of time. Exactly, <laughs> awesome. exactly. Yeah, I think the first, the first two words when anybody asks me, oh, hey, how did you do this? The first two words I say are, it depends. What are you trying to, it's like, and then you go off in the direction. So it depends. Who's your audience? What's your budget? Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. So, so you, you, you know, a lot of people in the space, you pay attention. Um, you're looking right for inspiration. Who really inspires you in the employer brand and recruitment marketing world? Um, somebody that you kind of watch be like, Oh, I wonder what they're up to. Um, so I definitely have followed a bunch of influencers um, with, like I mentioned, our C-suite super active on Twitter, which means we're all on Twitter because we want to know what's going on. Um, and so that's a great way that I've engaged with a lot of people and brands. Um, but I would say the brands that I love to follow are HubSpot and Salesforce. I think those are two brands for me that have started talking a lot more about the culture aspect. And I think that's because that's the space that I work in. So focusing in on culture and brand, that's where I find a lot of my inspiration. Um, Our brand is very different. And I think everybody says that. Like our company, our brand is very different from everybody else. So we don't do a lot of um, like best practice sharing in that regard, because there's just some things we do that don't typically work for other companies. But I love being able to find different tactics people may use, um, whether it be, you know, things like video or graphics, you know, stuff like that, but also how do they really delve into the heart of their stories and the heart of their people? Um, I think that's a lot of what I like to focus in on and engage with myself as Mm -hmm. like a consumer. Um, I have found myself now engaging with brands because I feel connected to them. And I don't know if it's because I'm working in this space um, or what, or I'm just more conscious of it. But um, I I think those are two that I really look to um, that are forward thinking in the space. Very cool. Yeah, I love the Salesforce's uh, Ohana, um, like their whole theme. Um, And that's one of the other things I love watching, not just like I'm looking at this brand as, oh, I want to necessarily, I want to go work at that brand. But um, every I'm looking for inspiration for telling a story because there's so many different ways, so many different um, mechanisms for telling a story. And I love getting that inspiration because a lot of times we look at our, we're heads down, we're looking at everything that we've got to get done. We're crossing stuff off of our list. And we, a lot of times just end up checking those boxes instead of going, okay, yeah, this is done, but how could it be, how could it be great? How could we, how could we take it to a next level or say it or tell that story in a way that could really get people to, you know, kind of open up their eyes and, and, and see our, our story. I love getting that inspiration. Two great examples. Um, yeah, a lot of it's around engagement interaction for us too. And I think because we own our own channels, you know, along with just pivoting things off marketing's um, guidelines and stuff like that, um, controlling our narrative a little bit and being able to test things. You know, I always love to say, oh, let's just pilot this just to see how it does. Because um, I think that it's all about trying new things mm-hmm. um, and to see what sticks. And, you know, I, I don't like to do the same thing every time. 
you know, if we know a long form story works for something, I'm not going to do it for everything. Um, Cause it's also a lot of different lines of business it, because what we, our employer brand team is responsible for all of our core, all of our functions. Um, and so we can't really focus in on what works for tech to work for um, retail, to work for care. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Well, Noel, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm really looking forward to your the committee meeting on Friday, and so I'll I'll see you soon. And thanks, thanks, thank you so much, and thank you, Brian, for for tuning in remotely and making the podcast work. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Thank you, thank you, Noel. Later. Congratulations on making it this far into the podcast. Maybe you're asleep. Maybe you're driving. Let's hope you're not doing both of those things. Regardless, join us March 26th through 28th in Austin, Texas for the Talent Brand Summit 2019. The Talent Brand Summit is a two-day experiential workshop designed to pioneer the next level of employer branding and more specifically, your own talent brand strategy. Leverage your peers as you spend two intense days building your talent brand strategy and deepening your professional relationships in this growing field as we open our playbooks and share what's working and what's not in talent branding. You'll leave the summit with tomahawk and archery skills, a network of talent brand peers and mentors, along with a tangible framework to usher your own program into the future. This event is exclusively for talent acquisition leaders and employer branding and recruitment marketing practitioners. Does this sound like you? Go to talentbrand.org summit to request access to purchase your ticket today. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Talent Brand Podcast brought to you by the Talent Brand Alliance. If you're an employee experience storyteller, don't forget to join the Talent Brand Alliance group and learn more about the next summit event at talentbrand.org. That's talentbrand.org.